On today's Tommy Experience, my good friend Josiah Jury is going to come and talk me off the ledge about the Bears. We're going to talk about the Vikings. We're going to talk about how much I hate Aaron Rodgers. Preview the NFC North. Also, there's a huge statement that needs to be made about my gambling that I will talk about. Also, some headlines. So here we go. All right. Today is October 21st, 2021. Thank you for being here. Thank you for joining me. This is the Tommy Experience. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tommy Experience or me personally at TommyRE36. Uh, there's a Facebook page too you can follow. Uh, so make sure that you do all that. Tons going on right now. Uh, the MLB playoffs. As I record this, I am watching the Braves just beating the Dodgers right now, four to nothing. They're in the top of the fifth. There's two men on. There's one out. The Astros defeated the Red Sox, and now they go back to to Houston with a three-two lead. The Bulls just beat the Pistons, ninety-four eighty-eight. So there's uh there's your preview. The Bulls are back. The Sky won the WNBA championship, so that's pretty cool. Congrats to them. The Cubs are still sitting at home and not playing baseball, but there's a ton of questions that need to be answered about the Chicago Cubs. And you know where you can find the answers to those? On the Cubby's Crib blog. That's right. I have written a lot this week for the Cubby's Crib, so go check it out at cubbyscrib.com. There's a lot of cool stuff happening there, uh, getting you ready for the hot stove season of who the Cubs are going to pick up in free agency, hopefully Chris Bryant, and then uh, some other stuff. Blackhawks stink. Mark Andre Fleury probably should have retired because the defense is trash. I feel really bad for him. Uh, he doesn't deserve this. And I know my future Pittsburgh family is mad at me, and it's not my fault. I I hate it for the guy, and I wish him I wish him more success than this. He was handed a terrible defense. Apparently, we're paying Seth Jones for nothing. I'm I don't know. I'm sorry. I love the guy. I'm sorry. And uh, if he wants to retire, I wouldn't blame him. Kyle Larson won at Texas. Uh, we have three races until the end of the NASCAR series, Kansas, then Martinsville, then Phoenix. Griffin is not here this week because he's getting married and I didn't want to bother him. Uh, but maybe next week <laughs> during his wedding week, we'll come on and talk about it, but I'm not going to bother him. You know, he's uh he's a busy guy. Shout out Griffin and Megan. Can't wait for your wedding. Kyle Larson locked into the final round of the playoffs. Hopefully uh, some other people join him. Chase Elliott. Ryan Blaney, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe we'll do a NASCAR preview next week uh, going into Martinsville. So the real reason you're here is for two reasons. One, I put out on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook that I have a gambling announcement to make, and I will make that announcement after my interview with my friend Josiah, who's going to talk me off the ledge of the Bears and talk about the Vikings a little bit. As you know, the Green Bay Packers defeated the Chicago Bears on Sunday. I did not take it well, as I never do. Aaron Rodgers is now 22-5 and against the Chicago Bears, and it makes me sick because he said that he owns us, and I have nothing to say to him because he's correct. 
I don't know. Whatever. Uh, let's just get into the interview. This is Josiah, who's going to talk me off a ledge. All right, I'm now joined by a uh, recurring guest now, second appearance, Josiah Jury. Josiah, thank you for being here. Anytime, um, man. Yeah, man, we can, you can follow Josiah at Josiah Jury uh, or listen to his podcast at Pod Level Midnight, uh, Vikings recaps and such, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, so uh, why don't we, you know what, I think this is, I think it's good to start with the Vikings. This will, this will give me a second to adjust my thoughts. Tell me where you're at. Three and three. How you feeling? What's going on up there? Okay, so we're six weeks in, three and three, and that sounds boring, right? Sure, yeah. But for those that have been following and for those that haven't, the Minnesota Vikings have played six games, four of which have been decided in the last second of the game yeah. or in overtime, so at the last second of you know sudden death overtime. Yeah. So four out of six games, and they've all been one-score games, every game that the Vikings have played so far this year. So Absolutely insane. Yeah, it's been a little too much for me, but I mean, they've won the last two, both um, one in overtime and one on the last second field goal. So that's good. Um, but it's been, it's been a roller coaster. They've, you know, especially at the beginning, they started off 0 2 and we're like, both those games they could have won and maybe right. should have won. And then they've, the last couple of weeks, then kind of um, cashed in on some of that luck with a couple of games that they maybe should have gave away, but wound up pulling out and winning. So definitely three, three at the bye, they're probably appropriately you know with that record some would say you know maybe they could have got to four and two they had you know they had the cardinals beat in arizona yeah that was um, tough that was who's been the best team in the league so far this year the vikings played that was probably still the best game they've played this season yeah um, putting up big numbers offensively making a few um turnovers on defense had the had the um game winning drive down um had a chance to kick a 37 yard field goal and they missed it so so that was a that was a tough one but they've bounced back I mean, as well as could be expected, three and three. Yeah. After that start, you got to be happy with yeah. where they are. They're on a bye week this week, so for sure. And season ticket holder, so it's got to be good to get back into the stadium and be there with your boys. Yeah, it was fun. The first, the home opener was that week three, so there came an zero and two, which was you know discouraging. But big game against Seattle, which you know Seattle hasn't maybe been as good as we expected this year, but that's a tough opponent anytime you play them. So Definitely. it was a big one, and they were able to get a good solid win in that game. That that's actually the one game that was not a. Uh, uh, one possession game the Vikings right. ended up winning by double digits so that was yeah awesome atmosphere awesome to be back there and and then we had what I wish hadn't been a last second win but was a last second win against the Lions after that was almost so giving that game away. insane yeah. so uh I'm in a survivor pool with my fiance's family and a lot of them had the Vikings as their survivor pick and I'm sitting here thinking oh my gosh like I might yeah. just win this thing in week five <laughs> but Lo and behold, here come the Vikings, which is okay because I picked them to win, so I was fine with it. But, wow, that was not the game that I expected for sure against the Lions. No, that was a frustrating one. And then this past week against Carolina was, I mean, they played better. They put up better numbers offensively and stuff, but then had a few, you know, had a blocked punt for a touchdown, random yeah. stuff like that that always seems to happen, and it gets close in the end. But Kirk has probably put together like at least five game winning drives in these <laughs> in these six games with only winning three of them but with a missed kick and a um well a couple missed kicks um so he's been great in the clutch they, yeah i mean you love like see- every game they've had to drive down and get in field goal range or score a touchdown to win so he's he's done it every time yeah you love to see it from him too that's what you need starting the season he's got some momentum going into the back mm-hmm. half after the bye week too so three and three yeah it sounds boring but you guys are sitting pretty right now i mean 
division, believe it or not, I still think is winnable. Wild yep. card is still definitely obtainable with the Vikings going down. No Russell Wilson, so they're kind of dropping out. 49ers aren't really exactly what people thought they were. Tampa Bay's running away with the with the South. Uh, mm-hmm. Cowboys running away with the East. So there might be a, another opportunity somewhere. So three and three sounds like a good spot to be, which is convenient because that's where I am too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure as we'll talk about, I mean, we talked about this before the season, but even more so now it looks like just the NFC North just has a, brutal schedule that we've been going through i know all of us are playing you know both the nfc west and the afc north right yeah so two divisions um, you absolutely do not want to play (laughs) exactly so so that's been tough already and it will continue to be i know yeah it's hard to even pick out because we still have i mean we got to play the cardinals already and you know would have been great to win it but you know that's a loss we have already but we still have to play the rams we still have to play niners i know you said are you know they're still tough it's um, tough yeah yeah yeah, tough place to go and play too. So, uh, I did. I don't so know where Baltimore. The, yeah, I don't know where the Vikings stand. Uh, but I know that uh, with the games remaining, as far as difficulty of schedule, Packers are one and Bears are two. Uh, the toughest. I think we're like left. four or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah the gotta, NFC North are all like top five. Yeah, <laughs> it's got to be up there because we're playing the toughest divisions in football. So, that's tough. Speaking of the Packers, I, I can't beat them, man. I don't. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I can't beat the Packers. Aaron Rodgers, 22-5 and five against the Bears. Oh, that's crazy because watching from afar, I feel like the Bears have always played him pretty well. It's a, but I guess it's just a, haven't ma- managed to win the games. But I feel like, like statistically, he may have a little bit lower of an average against you know, so that Chicago defense. It's, but It's just the Halloween movie over and over yeah. again. It's like bad guy. You find him, you kill him, he comes back to life. Mm. You find him, you kill him, he comes back to life. Aaron Rodgers comes in, slow start, finds a way to win every single time. And this past time, it took the it took the Packers offense two times to figure out the defense, and then they were and then they took off. Bears had a chance, got in their own way, and then Aaron Rodgers tells everybody that he owns us, and that it sucks because I can't say anything i have nothing to say to that like it's just there's two games a year that i'm upset like more upset as a fan and it there's nothing i can do about it i can't explain it there's nothing that can relate to it it's just i i'm trying to explain it to uh my fiance who's a big steelers fan but she's on the other end of it against like the browns and the Bengals and stuff so it can't she'll never be able to relate because she has a good team to root for Mm -hmm. It's it's just it's it's tough. It's tough to play Aaron Rodgers. I don't like playing Aaron Rodgers. We have to do it one more time this year, and I don't even know if I want to watch it. Like it's a Sunday night game too. Oh man, I don't want it on national television. You know, i i avoided <laughs> I avoided watching TV on Monday and Tuesday because I knew that's what it was going to be talked about. Even the local radio is just laughing at the Bears and like praising Aaron Rodgers, which is just ridiculous to me. But what do you do? What do you say? Like, he's right. It's so tough that that gets caught on a mic because, I mean, stuff like that probably gets said all the time, but how clear it was, like, I feel like I've never heard a player so clear in the field of play, like in the end zone, get, have such a clear, you know. Yeah. And there were multiple. Taunting be, taunting be heard over the air. Yeah. And there were multiple times in the game that it looked like the Bears had an opportunity to, like, legally put a hit on him. Mm-hmm. Like, he, there was one play he went out as a blocker 
he's open all by himself. A huge defensive lineman comes up and just kind of like shoves him. Like you had the chance to like send a message, not hurt him. I don't condone hurting people on purpose, but send a message that you're not going to let him do it again to you. And then like the old Anthony Barr a couple of years ago, yeah, which did hurt him, but not intentional. Right. Yeah. Not an intentional thing, but, and it's just, it's so hard to watch those games because you know exactly what's going to happen, but you let yourself believe that it's not going to happen. The Sunday morning, uh, so I woke up early and I went outside and I started grilling some some stuff and I was making this chili. My cousin, who's a hunter, uh, went on an elk trip last year and nice. he gave me some elk meat. So I had that going. I put it in a chili. I made Anna and I breakfast. And as I'm sitting there in the grill, like just grilling stuff, I was like, it's like 8, 8.30 in the morning. I'm thinking this is probably going to be as good as my day is going to get. Because <laughs> I knew what was coming, and I still believed that it, we could win, and then we didn't, and then I was upset. I couldn't sleep. Couldn't sleep Sunday night. I don't know what to do. I think I'm. I don't know. So I did after I heard that and kind of heard the record that he has against the Bears. I looked up the Vikings record just to make sure he doesn't try that on us, and it's not great. But it's <laughs> he's fifteen nine and one against the Vikings. So at least much it takes closer to yeah, like you know. He's not 500, but it's. I don't think own is is appropriate for that. But he certainly has been a nightmare for us as At well. At least over it the takes years. two hands to count his losses to you. <laughs> yeah. You know, so. But it's yeah. not even. It's not even the. It's not even the Packers part of it. It's just Matt Nagy again. Just I mean, offensive guru is what he was hired to be. Bears have the worst offense in the league. Can't score points consistently year after year. Had one year in 2018, which it was just the defense saving him. And consistently, he's just wasting a really, really good top five defense again this year. And I don't, nothing's going to change until that regime changes, potentially ownership. Like, I hate to sound like the guy, it's like, fire everybody, sell the team, blah, blah, blah. But fire everybody and sell the team. I don't know what to do. (laughs) It's been, well, I mean, bright side, you are three and three. And I do think that the defense has been very impressive so far this season from what I've seen. Yeah. The and defense has been lights out best yeah. against the run. Like Especially that Raiders game was that that's when I kind of saw the most of because a lot of them have been the same time, you know, yeah. in Vikings games, but that was a, impressive. Yeah, the defense looked great and the offense looked terrible. Like that's mm-hmm. that's what my Sundays are is like the defense has to go out there consistently and be like, I gotta hold these guys to 17, 20 points for us to have a chance. And that stinks. Like the offense just can't score points. If if it's a situation where it's clearly supposed to be a run, it's a pass. Vice versa, if it's supposed to be a pass, it's a run. And it's just and it's so trying to be too fancy. Like yes, too, he's being way too yeah. fancy. And it's just I don't know how to read defenses. I don't know how to call plays and stuff. But when I'm figuring it out, chances are the head coach of the Chicago Bears should probably figure out before I can. You know, mm-hmm. it's just. It's frustrating, but it's the Bears. Like this is this is what it is year after year, and I I don't know if I just need to stop complaining about it and live with it or what. But <laughs> fandom, you know, I don't know. Well, it's hard to say because I do think they have a lot of pieces there. As far as I know, Montgomery's been is hurt now, but he's a you know really good running back. Yeah. And, and Damian Williams was really good filling in mm-hmm. for David Montgomery, and but then now he's on the COVID list. Yeah. So we don't have him. We have Khalil Herbert, who had his first start last week, looked fantastic. Um, hopefully he can re- replicate this this week, but 
going against Tampa Bay's defense, who's really good at stopping the run, and that's all the Bears seem to be able to do. So, and we're playing Tom Brady. So, <laughs> are they doing a lot with? So, I haven't been able to watch enough of Fields to say, you know, how I we talked before the season, and I, you know, was very high on him. I'm sure you still are as well, but. I know he's been sitting on my fantasy bench all season, not really yeah. making me consider starting him. So that's disappointing. But um, yeah, I mean, it, are they doing a lot of like kind of the easy stuff with him as far as, you know, play actions and bootlegs and some of those things? Or is it all just kind of drop back, like make him figure it all out at once? Play action once? is is non-existent, Yeah, which is frustrating. He'll do a lot of option plays, which he, for the most part, he's calling him right. There are some situations he's definitely like, I like he needs to be better at like he's holding on the, to the ball way too long he's not looking in the right places but it's like rookie quarterback you know he's yeah, gonna I figure it that out first game he got sacked like yeah i don't six like six times or something yeah crazy. and eight times it, but yeah that's tough with no offensive line and the best defense in in cleveland but oh they killed us too on the D yeah. line just dominated the whole game yeah but i it's hard to say it, it's honestly hard to say what the deal is with justin fields when Matt Nagy's in charge of developing him. I think he's proven that he can't develop a quarterback with Mitch, who as much as everybody wanted to hate on him, he really wasn't a bad quarterback and he's going to get a job next year somewhere in Washington or maybe green Bay. He's going to get a chance to start. And I think he's going to be really good with the right coach. Matt Nagy is just, he's not a head coach and he's not an offensive coordinator. He had one lightning in a bottle year in Kansas city and then landed a head coaching job. It's just, it's really hard. He, I think he got the job because he was part of the Andy Reid coaching mm -hmm. tree and it's hard. It's so hard to watch because I feel bad for Justin because I know he can do more and he'll be able to learn more because he has to make these mistakes to learn from them. And he's not getting the opportunity to throw the ball. They're not letting him, they're not letting him throw the ball downfield. He's, he's creating plays out of nothing just on, mm -hmm. just on a wit which is great, but imagine if he had plays that were being called to his to his playset to like what he's capable of doing, and this could be a playoff team, which is wild. Yep. But it's not happening. And honestly, this week going to Tampa Bay, it's gonna be rough. It's not gonna be fun. And I'm wondering if maybe it's the last straw for Nagy. But I don't know because the ownership of the bears has never fired anybody mid season. They've always waited right. to the end. Do they even have, so that's a, I mean, I think people, it's not fair to compare Nagy and Zimmer, but some of the, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to call them, but most maybe reactionary Vikings fans, every game are like fire Zimmer, you know, right. She's the best coach we've had in like 20 years, but anyways, and maybe the time will come for him too. But that's what I always tell people too, is like, it's not happening in the season, no matter no. what, like, He's first of all, we don't have another like interim possibility. And yeah. Plus, that's just he's been here for long enough. Nagy, I feel like could be, but what I was going to ask you is, is there kind of that like next man up that would be able to kind of keep run the rest of the season, you know, or is it just like we got to ride with this guy and then honestly, like Monday if, after the season, the downfall if if Nagy were to be fired Monday morning the downgrade from whoever takes the spot really wouldn't be that big. Like, right. I think it would just hold status quo until the end of the season. And maybe they figure out who to hire and they make the correct hire out of, I don't know, a miracle. But 
It, it, you want to be enemy? You want to go down that road again with the Chiefs? <laughs> offensive no, I don't want. Well, I know that this is an offense-driven league now, so the next head coach would have to be offensive. But I loved Lovey Smith as the head coach right. of the Bears. Defense was on fire. Got him to a Super Bowl. I I just I still in the, in the old school thinking of offense wins games, defense wins championships. That's always mm-hmm. how I'm going to think. But I know we need an offensive coach. I just don't know who would be who would take that spot. Would you take somebody that's already on the Bears staff? What whatever would be best for Justin Fields is what I want, right. and right. I don't know what that is. And the problem is, I feel like I have just as much knowledge on that situation as the people that are making these decisions for the Bears. Do Bears fans wish they had hired Fangio as the head coach before he left? Eh, uh, so they they he definitely hasn't exactly been successful, but you yeah, know, I know definitely didn't want defense. him to go because I think he was the perfect defensive coordinator. I just I don't know. We've seen yeah. what he is, but he and he hasn't really been given the given really great cards in in Denver either. No. They got to figure out their uh, quarterback situation, which of course, I mean, that is kind of his decision. So it was tough to see him leave as a defensive coordinator, but I think he earned the opportunity of a head coaching job. So would he come back? I don't know, but I don't think the Bears would look for him. So everything, I mean, everything for the Bears right now is up in the air. And there's no answers, and I just like I'm lost. I'm just lost, and this has been great to just get these words out because I know you understand. <laughs> I mean, you're three and three though. Like I think, yeah, I, the Bears yeah. are one of those teams that like I feel like it especially gets ripped when they lose, you know. And like it, you know how it is every week, it's an overreaction. Yeah, when they lose and yeah, and I hate it. I hate. But that I think I'm... there's a lot more negativity with the Bears, and when they win, it's just like yeah, fine. And then when they lose, and probably because people don't like. You know, Nagy gets on the hot seat. And yeah. They think, I mean, it this sounds is, like he is, but yeah. Fields is like getting held back and everything else. But. These last two years have been the worst I've ever been with this because usually, like, after a loss, I'm like, all right, we'll, we'll pick him up next week. Like, I'm not, I'm not giving up on this team. Even the four win, the five win seasons, I was like, you know what? We're going to be all right. These last two years have just been like, where are we going? What are we doing? And I don't know if that's because I'm in, uh, like, I'm starting to watch even more football where I see other teams figuring it out and the bears just staying like right in the middle, like as always, or I don't know, but it's, it's starting to get to my brain a little bit (laughs) that there's no progress being made at all. So you got, you've got three until the bye. you've got at Tampa, San Francisco at home at Pittsburgh, yeah, which is on Monday night. Yes. And, and I will be there. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, Oh, you said she's a Pittsburgh fan. Right. Yeah. She's a Steelers yeah, fan. Right. So, yeah. So, you, so, have you been there before to Heinz or? Uh, I've been, I've, I've seen it, but I haven't, yeah. I haven't been to a game. So, but yeah, Pittsburgh's Tampa Bay, nice city, yeah, yeah. Tampa Bay this weekend, which I mean, there's just, just keep it close, I guess. Like, don't I kill. If you win two out of those, that's. Don't kill Justin really Fields. Good. I think yeah. 49ers at home is a good spot for us. So, like, that's a good, that's a good chance to get a win. Yeah. Pittsburgh closer but yeah pittsburgh it just depends on the health of their quarterback quite honestly which we'll yeah, see I don't know which what we'll to make of them yeah which we'll see but t- i mean they got the win against seattle which with the with a backup quarterback in overtime which was tough the steelers always seem to figure it out at some point and i i hope they don't figure it out before the bears game but i think they're gonna figure it out so yeah and then a bye week and then straight to straight um i think baltimore comes up after that mm-hmm. so we got our work cut out for us. Second hardest schedule left in the season. We'll see. 
I'm not giving up exactly. I'm just really sad and confused is where I'm at. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know where you are. You well, sound optimistic. The, you know, obviously we are watching the standings and stuff and cheering against division teams. But when it comes to Bears, Packers, like it's usually, you know, of course I, dis- I dislike the Packers more. Yeah. And it was, it's also at this point, I'm like, I still got some sights set on the division. So I wasn't ready yeah. to like you know, hope that the bears lose just because we're watching them for the wild card. You know, so I was, yeah. I would have liked the bears to, to knock green Bay down, which by the way, how frustrating was that um, 49ers game that they had when the Niners score with 37 seconds. Left? Yeah. So like, of course I was driving, we were on our way back from a trip and uh, I was listening to the game on the radio and uh, they kicked the field goal and they said, and there's this much time left and Aaron Rodgers coming on. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah, they scored a touchdown. And the guy broke a tackle to get into the end zone. I was like, yeah. just go down at the wall. Yeah, and they said, and there's so-and-so, like 30-something seconds left on the clock. I was like, too much time. Like, I've yep. seen this movie before. <laughs> like, I know what it is. And sure enough, there he goes. Does the does what he does, which is just, if it was anybody else, I'd be like, wow, that's pretty cool. But just that it's him. And I don't know if you've heard, but he's been going on Pat McAfee's show and talking about how much he loves Pittsburgh and like Mike Tomlin and just the Steelers oh, organization really? and stuff. That'd be tough for you. Be very tough. I'd almost rather him stay in Green Bay than go to Pittsburgh because then I like I can't. Yeah. I'll never be able to root for him. Like now as it stands, like I have no problem throwing on a Steelers t-shirt like when those Steelers are playing and supporting them. But if that were to happen, mm-hmm. I can't do it. I'm sorry. Like I'm rooting against you every single week. I, I and then know. they had the and then they have the game where they're missing all these field goals and Cincinnati's got a chance to beat them and they they don't yeah so it seems like they just not luck but just they the, they get the bounces they get the you know are able to pull out those games that maybe they don't yeah. deserve to win they seems get like the a couple times a year they get the calls too there were oh, a few yeah. calls in the game that uh, there was a phantom definitely offsides but they didn't call offsides and Justin Fields threw an interception in the end zone because he mm. thought it was a free play oh uh, wow. yeah blatant misses by the ref um and just little stuff like that they just get away with more Aaron Rodgers looks at the ref and gets a flag he pulled the face mask of one of our defensive linemen down and the guy kind of like fell almost on top of him and like he braced himself to to not fall we got a 15 yard penalty it's like he can do whatever he wants and it's just yeah I'll I'll never forgive him I'll never be happy with him <laughs> I'll never like be like well yeah, like down the road, even with Brett Favre a little bit, I was like, you know what? He was a pretty, he was pretty good. He did, he did good things, whatever. I'll never, I'll never admit to that with him. Can't do it. Well, I think he's pretty, I mean, I have no problem admitting how great he is because I've seen it so much, but it's so frustrating to root against, like you said. And it's like, well, you get to, you got to, you got to beat him nine times. <laughs> it's almost double what I've gotten in to. like 12 years or something. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So here's the good news. You've got a quarterback. Yeah. You may be wasted this year, but, and maybe, I mean, hopefully this is the last year. Hopefully you only have to see Rogers one more time as a Packer. So, <laughs> we'll see. you know, that, that would be, you know, if you're going into next season with Justin Fields and they're going in with Jordan Love or whoever, you know, that's your chance to yeah. really turn the, turn the tides there. So, so that's what I would, I mean, if I were you this season, I mean, playoffs are not wild card or not, you know, you're going to be right in the mix. It's not going to be. Yeah probably making a huge difference either way but as long as fields is healthy and as long as he's developing some which i know that that's what most of the frustration is with the coaching staff that 
lack of development. Yeah, I don't know how he. I don't know how he's going to develop, but I feel like he's smart enough too that he can teach himself some things. And quite honestly, that's what I'm hoping for. And you'll learn by what doesn't work too, you know. Definitely. Um, so hopefully, you have a new system. Yeah. Next year for him, which I mean, for me, hopefully not. Like I would love Nagy <laughs> to stay around as long as possible. I, yeah, I know you would, but I would yeah. like him out the door yesterday. Yeah. Well, two years ago, I'd like him out the door, but. And it's, I think the toughest thing, like not even just, I mean, obviously I want Justin Fields to be developed and correctly, but it's just tough seeing Khalil Mack like out there playing on a half a body every single week and really giving it everything he has. And it's just year after year, it's just kind of wasted. Like he's just wasting time here. And I'm worried about the time that he finally realizes that and either asks for a trade or opts out or, or something. Cause I mean, they're just wasting such an amazing talent on defense and it's very tough to see i almost want him to sit out this week it's like look we're playing tom brady there's no chance in hell let's just you know what you sit and get healthy let's get ready for san francisco <laughs> he's great yeah do you has there been much revision revisionist history like about the trade like was it worth it was it not no I, it's all like khalil mack is what just, was it two first round picks yeah it was two first round picks uh, and maybe a, a later round too. I don't yeah. really remember, but no, it 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 was never questioned. I mean, uh, yeah, and he's that. I mean, I don't even think it should be. even he's as hurt person. as he is sometimes. He's still the best defender on the field, a part of a top five defense. You know, the the criticism right now is on Eddie Jackson for trying to punch a ball out instead of getting a tackle, or trying to push a guy mm-hmm. instead of getting a tackle, and it's blatantly obvious that. There was one run, the one that set up Aaron Rodgers' run into the end zone, where he got a guy one-on-one, and he just kind of put his hands out to try to grab the ball, and the guy just stopped and moved just a little bit and just kept going. Like, like he's he's he had two, like his rookie year, he was real like he had a lot of interceptions and a lot of forced fumbles, and I think that did him in of like I can just get the ball he's even on record saying tackling isn't important and (laughs) yikes so that's where most of the uh focus is right now and there was a guy today uh that showed up one minute late to a meeting and he got fined and he posted it all over Instagram so so there's there's some kind of insubordination coming out as far as no respect for Nagy yeah um so there's there's I do think that they've had that in the in years past with having such a good defense and not, I mean, this has been a bears thing for like, I mean, that's the Chicago most bears. Of my life. Our last good and, quarterback was Sid Luckman. <laughs> right. But once the defense knows that, I think a lot of that gambling for turnovers is what happens. Right. Cause yeah. like, they feel like they need to create a play. They need to yeah. and, score touchdowns yeah. literally a lot of yeah. the time. And it's tough. And that it's, team that went to the Super Bowl was like that. I know. Yeah, we got that win in Arizona for mm-hmm. like two two returns by Devin Hester and like yep. three defensive touchdowns, and that was the game. So that was the Denny Green game. Yep. Yep. Who we thought they were. <laughs> yeah. So it. I mean, yeah. It is. I here I sit complaining about it, but it's the Chicago Bears. Like it's this is this is the Bears. This is how it goes. This is how it's seen. And sometimes they figure it out, and make it to the playoffs, and other times they don't. So we'll see. But I would think they could put something in that's it's not going to be a high powered offense or anything, but just, you know, commit to the run and, you know, get what you can off of that and, yeah. you know, play smart and capitalize on, you know, what you can get here or there. Use Allen Robinson some, use uh, Mooney some. Yeah. And 
I don't know if I don't know if they have a tight end if they've got much there. But. Cole Komet, they drafted him last year out of yeah. Notre Dame, and I really like him. He's he's definitely getting more touches this year than he got last year, which is good. Um, Jimmy Graham has just wasted money completely. Uh, I forget how much money we threw at him, but around, yeah. I think he has two catches this year. So I don't know, but uh, at one point we had like thirteen tight ends on our roster mm-hmm. in the off season, and. I really That's like, right. Yeah. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, I really like Cole Komet, though. Um, I I really like him. He seems to be a good target for Justin Fields. Uh, they they have a good connection. Justin really has a good connection with Mooney too, and our uh, running backs. Allen Robinson's kind of a non-existent, but he's not really mm. getting the ball thrown to him. So we'll see if that changes. If they, when they trust him to go, when they trust Justin to go more downfield, I think he'll get more opportunities for it. But. Right now, it's just they're not letting him throw downfield, and it's really frustrating. And Robinson's a free agent after this year, right? Yeah, he's uh, he's franchise tagged right now, and uh, there's been absolutely no agreement to, right. to come back. So, And they wouldn't tag him again, probably. No, and I wouldn't blame him for getting as far away from Chicago as possible. Yeah. If That's a tough loss, though. He's good. I mean, yeah, great. Probably top, top, I don't know, 10, 12 receiver Top 10, in the for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, oh, boy. The Bears, the Bears, the Bears. That's all I got. Well, I know you. I mean, it could be worse. Dalton could still be playing. Um, Dalton and could, he wanted to get Fields in as Dalton early as possible. Could still be so playing at least. We could be the Jets. We yep. could be the Lions. Could be. Could be a lot worse for sure. So yeah, I think, think they'll be. Yeah, it's obviously losing to the Packers is always a low point, and yeah. in that fashion, I can imagine how that feels. So time um, after time, but after I think time. there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of season left and I think that they'll be, yeah. see, I know, knew, they'll I knew, be right around 500 for the whole season. I think I knew you were the right guy to talk me off the ledge and I really appreciate you doing so. <laughs> I mean, I hope that they're going to, you know, self combust and it's going to be an easier path for us. Cause I know we have two big games in the last like four or five weeks of the season. Yeah. We, probably gonna yeah our first one is in mid December, which if you yeah. find yourself in Chicago, come on. Yeah, I might have to. Right. Um, and that's the crazy thing is when we look at these schedules, it's like usually we don't think of the Bears as an easy game, and it's not at all. But it's like you got to look at those division games as more winnable games than some of these, Yeah, you know, yeah. outside I, the division well, opponents we have. Here's where I'm at right now. I'm scared that the Lions are going to get their first win against us on Thanksgiving Day. It, it's just, it just feels imminent, they're, but I mean, we'll see. They're a little frisky at least. I mean, yeah. they're yeah, bad, but. Yeah, that's the thing. I thought for sure they were going to get their first win this week. Obviously, it definitely didn't happen. Uh, I predicted the Jags getting their first win, so that felt pretty good. But Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I feel like a win is coming. They're definitely not going to go 0 and 16 or 0 and 17. It's not going to happen. They're going to get the win somewhere. I just hope it's not us or you guys for that matter. Yeah, we don't have them again until quite a bit later. So I was going to see. Okay, so I have. So for fantasy, my quarterback is. Lamar Jackson, right? And Justin Fields is on my bench. So, and there by is week eight. And the you play San Francisco at home. You think Fields is startable next week, San Francisco at home? Ask me after this game. <laughs> I will. As <laughs> long as the as long as the Bucks don't literally so kill him, <laughs> then then yeah, I would start him. Obviously, you don't have another choice, right? Yeah, unless I pick somebody up. Yeah. Yeah. All right, ask me. Ask me again next week. How about that? Yeah, I hope it's a good. So that's okay. Three twenty-five. That might be like a one of the main games then this weekend. Yeah, we get, we got a uh, uh, Nance and and Romo on the mm-hmm. call, I believe. So, oh boy, maybe they've just been holding back. They've got a whole plan for Fields. They're going to unleash. Yeah, they're going to stun Tom Brady. 
<laughs> don't put that in my head because then I'll bet the house on well, it. If the pass rush gets going, it could be. We'll see. Could mess his, his day up a little bit. We'll see. Uh, Josiah, what do you got going on the podcast? Yeah, we've been doing post game for most Vikings games, like usually after either being at the game or just um, calling in my buddy that has season tickets with me, just a quick, you know, 20 minutes, how we feel and everything, mm-hmm. get the instant reactions, you know, the, the emotions and all. Um, and then usually we just do a weekly episode. So it's been a mix of, you know, we had a big fall movie preview with everything coming out this fall. Um, some more sports stuff, just had NBA season preview this week. Cool. Um, trying to get some variety and, and stuff, but yeah. um, a lot of sports, a lot of movies is what it ends up being. So, but yeah. with some other fun stuff too. So I hear you. What uh, top movies coming out? What you got? Well, so this weekend is Dune, which was my kind of most anticipated movie. I saw the Bond movie a couple weeks ago. It was pretty good um the last duel was last weekend which was i i liked it um it was a pretty big flop at like the box office but i liked it like spider-man at christmas and those sorts of things yeah. too so cool a lot man. of good stuff though cool man we'll check them out pod level midnight you can find them on instagram uh and then josiah's on instagram too at josiah jury josiah thank you for talking me off the ledge here uh i i suppose i'll keep watching and see what happens and then uh we'll uh have to talk about maybe getting together in december Yep. Yeah. Good luck on Sunday. Oh, thanks, buddy. You too. I need fields to pick it up. So. <laughs> I'll do my best. <laughs> All right. Big thank you to Josiah for coming on and talking me off the ledge. Uh, make sure that you follow his podcast that he does at Pod Level Midnight. Uh, so thanks to him. Uh, now, the moment you've all been waiting for, the gambling announcement. I am mentally broken responsibly of course i am mentally broken and i don't know what is right and what is wrong anymore i thought i was seeing the board clearly with college which i was for a while i never got it going in the nfl now college is falling down and i don't know i don't know what to do i don't know if this is the end i don't know if this is just a lull i don't know if i'm about to take off on the biggest heater of my life i just don't know today's thursday There's college football on Saturday. There's NFL on Sunday. You might see some picks. You might not. I don't know. But follow the the Twitters. Follow the Instagrams. You'll find out if I'm making picks or not. I'm just a broken man responsibly. So if anybody's got any ideas, if anybody knows the lines that that wants to give me a for sure winner to get me back on track, please do at Tommy Experience. I, I I will quote tweet it. I will bet on it. Just give me the right. Give me the right pick. I don't know. I can't find them for myself anymore. Just somebody give me a good pick. NASCAR this weekend, and then football. I don't know. I'm broken. Whatever. Thanks, Josiah. I appreciate you for coming. Make sure that you follow me on Twitter and Instagram and on Facebook. Uh, Next week, I don't know what's going to happen. Griffin's getting married. Maybe he's going to come on. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Thanks for being here. I'll talk to you later. Bye.